punching in, punching out, punching in, 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 out, 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 punching in, punching out. That's me, worker man, man who works, man who has work. That's what they call me. I go into my job. I go into my job. I punch in the clock and I punch out later. I work by the candle. When the candle wakes down, I go. I leave home. I turn the sand. <laughs> what is that called? The sand thing? What is the sand? I put the, the sand hourglass. thing. The hourglass on. And once it's out, I leave. <laughs> I clock in. I clock out. I leave my emotions at the door. I leave my emotions at the door. And I pick them up on my way out. <laughs> Take them home. Take them home and wrestle them. Let them all them. out of my family. Or drink them away. Every night. Night after night. Night after night. Night after night. Day after day, day after day. <laughs> won't stop me from getting up and going to work the next day. I get up and I go to work and I do the same thing. Punch in, punch out. Isn't it weird that, like, America just lived like that? Yeah. For a decade-ish? I mean, I guess people still do. What's that about? <laughs> What's that like? To <laughs> What's have that a, like to, to have work? A, I mean, you work. A yob? Yeah, but it feels... It does feel like work, but it also doesn't. When people are like, what have you been up to? And I'm like, literally, I say the same thing four times a week whenever I leave the cave and someone's like, hey, oh my God, what have you been up to? And I'm just like, you know. Listen, that's... Podcasting. That's your life. No, it is my life. And I'm proud of it. And I'm proud. I'm fucking proud. I'm out and proud as a podcaster. I've been fairly babe for the last like seven months. Yeah. Without work. You've been on... A non-work <laughs> forces you into a babe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I started podcasting because i needed something to do and i refused to write so it was like (laughs) i refused i took a stand against writing you took a stand against which has only hurt me in the process (laughs) no i mean you've done well for yourself (laughs) no it's it's good it's good and i'm getting back into it but like you needed this to get back into writing. it had there had to be something to do because otherwise it just is like a full babe down right no i've been i mean i've been writing i've been working without money but i've been i've had some babe moments like babe days like i had a babe i had the biggest like probably one of the biggest babe moments last week i was pulling in (laughs) to the gym to the parking garage Mm -hmm. on santa monica what gym do you go to 24 hour fitness love Mm -hmm. open 24 hours open 24 hours um and i went and i (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the parking garage is under a lot of construction so spaces are very limited that and it was fucking that's fucked up yeah and like it was during the torrential rains that we were having so parking on the roof was just out of the question so i was like trying to find a space to squeeze into i finally found one but it was next to one of those columns you know in the parking garage like mm-hmm. a yellow column that separated two spaces and i was yeah. like i can do this i can squeeze and I couldn't. And I pulled <laughs> I pulled right in and just scraped the side no. of my car with yellow. And it's like still there. And I I'm going to get it fixed, but I've just I was waiting for some money to come in. But Do you have to get it fixed? I mean I I don't. It's just vanity, but it just looks very It's a moment. It's it looks yeah, like are you well? Yeah. And and <laughs> I it sounded like a can being crushed as I was pulling in. <laughs> And then this woman was walking behind me and I and I was like and I just went fuck in the car and then I I rolled the window down to look and this woman behind me goes, "Yeah, you just scraped the entire side of your car." And I go, "No." I go, "No, thank you. I I I heard." And she goes, "Do you want me to help you get it out? Get your car out?" And I go, "No." And she was like, "Okay." And she walked off. 
And then this other guy who was this older gay guy <laughs> pulled in behind me. And I think I had my lights on. So I think he thought I was pulling out. And I just turned to him and I go, I can't leave. I'm not leaving. I can't leave. And he goes, calm down. Calm down. And then he drove away. <laughs> I love her recapping exactly what you did to what i know you. as if you don't you didn't if, experience the traumatic event just one second prior as if i wasn't in a submersible being crushed in the like marianas trench that's what it sounded like and she's telling me <laughs> in um, case you didn't know and then i love this older man this older gay just trying to calm me down and me going i can't leave i can't leave i'm not leaving calm down I love calm down parking drama because it always like I weirdly have good parking karma. I just always have been that way. I don't know like what it is. Except Some, that one time. Except what one time? Didn't you get like a ticket recently? Oh yeah, that was not that was less of parking and just like weird. But I finally got my ticket in the mail and it's three hundred ninety nine dollars. But I'm gonna. Rec- I can't believe you had you even got that ticket. Me neither. That cop was a babe. That cop was a true babe. Fuck him. I think he was just, I I think he just wanted to mess with you. He wanted to mess with me, but now I'm like, if I show up to court and he shows up to court, I'm going to look like the psycho because he probably can say like this woman used, like she told me a variety of language and blah, blah, blah. No, I think you're, I think you will come. I think you were genuinely feeling like he was picking on you. I did. I felt targeted, but I also didn't have like. A submissive attitude off the bat you know people are always like you need to be like extra like sub sorry officer what did i do sorry, like daddy i'm sorry i wasn't in the fucking mood no you were not in a I'm sub an adult mood lady just trying to go on a fucking date <laughs> what the fuck and then like <laughs> and i'm like, like the zodiac killer i literally comes. tried to wave him around me because i was like what's happening i was yeah. like why are the lights on like i don't get it and then like leaned out and was like go and then he was like pulled me over <laughs> that's me every time <laughs> that <I> literal come- <laughs> emoji <laughs> and then i was like what and then <laughs> <laughs> what and then he just fuck him though told me for he told me what's what and then now i'm just like okay the only thing i don't want to pay that sorry to even bring this up in the first it's fine place. it is like the ongoing babe saga though I don't want to pay $400. Like there, I have a lot of other things that need $400 like sent to it in my life. And like, I also don't know if like my driving, like will my insurance go up because I got a ticket? I I think it only, I think it depends. I think if you've, consecutively get tickets at might but i think if, if it's like a one-time thing it can be i'm just like can, can fuck off yeah i mean he i'm just, not the one i am not the one i have no driving record no criminal i think record. i don't think your insurance will go up i've been like an upstanding citizen the entire time i've lived in la you are i have not gotten in trouble since i was an underage minor you, in which i could have gone to i could i guess what officer i could have fucking become a criminal but i'm not so step back. You're Let me an, just valet. You are an ideal citizen and you you Truly. are you know a favorite of the state. <laughs> I want to get I am a California gem. Yeah. California is glad to have Praise me as be a to resident. The state. Praise be to the state. Cali girl. <laughs> 
fucking gross. I should actually, I've thought about involving the restaurant and being like, you guys need to pay this ticket because it's your valet stand in front of your restaurant. You should have a place to pull in. Mm -hmm. If it's illegal to stop in the front of your valet stand. You need to make it clear to your customers. But I also really like that restaurant. So I'm like... (laughs) I don't want to start a bad thing with them. They saw me flip out. Everyone in the restaurant saw me flip out. I hate that. And guess what? I fucking... You can stick up for yourself in this world. You can. And anyone that thinks I'm a psycho or saw me being a psycho and they were like, God, that girl's really got... like." As my mom would say, they can go pound sand. <laughs> That's an East... That sounds like an East Coaster. I think so. A New England. They can go pound sand. Why don't you go pound some sand, will ya? <laughs> that sounds like you could dislocate a I know, shoulder. But he can go pound sand. They can all go fucking to the beach and pound sand. <laughs> <laughs> I I think one of my most babe ticket moments was I was in... Oh, by the way, should I introduce myself to be... <laughs> Carrie O'Donnell. You're listening to Carrie Carrie O'Donnell O'Donnell. and me, Laura. And this is my first time on Babe. Yeah. Welcome to Babe. Thank you. The podcast where we just like babe out and talk about babes in the media. And babes in ourselves. Yeah. And then we go into reader mail where more babes expose themselves. And this is a fucking babe bonanza. Show yourself. Carrie, you might recognize his sultry voice from multiple stints on Sexy Unique Podcast and Lohan Island, which is currently happening. Oh my, I mean, where we do the Lord's work. Like, we can't get into it now, but you should just babe. listen. It's a babe fest. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was in Charleston at my friend's family's home. Oof, the South. And we were on... they. It's like on an island off the coast, and it's so nice and sleepy. And we were all just like... There were four of us, and we were like, let's go on a nice, you know, sunset bike ride around. Mm-hmm. And a few of us had roadies, and I had it in an open can. Everyone else had it in, like... A paper bag. Red cups. Oh, okay. And we were riding bikes, and I, a cop car, all of a sudden I heard... And a cop car went, halt! And he busted me, and I got a BUI. Ew. I had to pay, like, that. $450. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah, you can get in big trouble for biking with a open container. BUI mode. Also driving with an open container. Yeah, but that that was it was like 4 p.m. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I feel like I, the, it's probably like reflective of like my own white privilege and that I never think that I'm being like arrested when I am. Like I ne- when, <laughs> when a cop is like... <laughs> coming for me when is like i'm just like what's hot like what why is this happening yeah, you're like, like reality is not happening i'm like i haven't done anything wrong like the like the time i was last arrested at age 17 i was like fully had like a half ounce of weed in my purse painkillers i'd stolen from my dad i was like on a ton of valium and like boozed out and then like with a drug dealer and like two friends in the car and we got pulled over That's and i legit. was like 
I was like, why are we being pulled over? You didn't turn your blinker on. And I set, I had a beer open and just set it down and was like, this will be over in a minute. Oh my God. And then all four doors of the car were pulled open by plainclothes police officers and I had a gun pointed at my head. Holy fuck. Yeah. In OKC? Yeah. And I just thought, I thought then I still didn't understand that I was being I didn't understand that they were cops and I immediately was like these are fucking robbers that stole a cop car and they're gonna kill me were you fucked up yeah yeah was your drug dealer was he like what kind of dealer he had just gone to pick up a big bottle of Valium because that's like what I was into at the time right damn I I think in college when I a babe moment was I was during senior year and I was walking home and I was like really bummed about it was like the end of senior year and mm-hmm. i just i was feeling like super alienated because it was hard to be gay at my school because yeah. it was just very like straight where'd you go you went to penn franklin and marshall oh franklin and marshall no. i mean franklin and marshall's <laughs> great but i wasn't smart enough to get i don't penn. know where anyone went to it's college a, it's like an hour and a half west of uh philadelphia okay where i'm kind of from but um i was like it was like four in the morning and I was literally walking home with a case of beer and like drinking out of a can on campus. No one was dry. It was like four in the morning and then police stopped me and they were like, put down that or, and I, they, <laughs> they were in an alley and they turned their lights on and they went, Hey, <laughs> and I was about to drink, take a sip of my, uh, natty light. And I just put the can and, and box down and just started walking. Like I put it behind me and just started <laughs> I just saw you drinking that. He's saying this all in a megaphone. Yeah. And he got out of the car and he was like, let me see your ID. And I looked at him and I go, I'm having a really, really hard time right now. And I, I am graduating in like three weeks and I just need you to let me go. And he was like, okay. (laughs) Love that. I think he was like safety and security actually, but yeah, I got a lot of free passes as a youngster Mm -hmm. until I didn't. Yeah. Now I don't fuck with it. No. I mean, I should have been like a submissive I, little like crying sweet daddy. But I'm, <laughs> I'm having I'm do. an empowered go, year mm. and I just didn't feel like that rang true for me in that moment. I'm going to go, daddy. Oh my God. Sorry, officer. Daddy, I'm so sorry. What did I do? What did I, like, let's just be real. Like, this is just, this is not, this is not happening. This is insane. Like, I'm just trying to go on a date. I'm, I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. Do you want to see a picture of him? Tell me if you That's think how I would, cute. I'd be like, um, I'm like, I'm like, I have some things to do. I think he's like waiting in there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I have some things to do and I just need you to let me go the best is like (laughs) doing like a cry which i decided because i thought i would have to go to court for the ticket but now there's like lots of different options and i thought like if i go to court like then i'll just go into Mm -hmm. cry mode oh yeah like fake cry crocodile tears yeah yeah like (laughs) sorry i just like didn't know and like i just felt like really targeted and yeah like like a cry with no tears come out yeah but like Still wiping away dryness. Yeah. Like kind of pulling your eyelid down so it exposes the eyeball yeah. to generate some tears. I felt very, in- I felt very unstable. I felt scared and like, I just overreacted. I'm sorry. He was in my force field. <laughs> it's like, I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel safe with him. Yeah. But now I'm like, maybe I can declare trial by writing. I heard that like cops don't get paid to like write 
<laughs> so they don't like write in their letters or whatever. Mm-hmm. I saw this officer again pulling someone over in a Whole Foods parking lot. And so, I wanted to be like, good fucking luck. But then <laughs> I was like, keep walking. Damn. He's, he's like he's on blood. the prowl. He's, he's the Zodiac. <laughs> he's, he's on the prowl just targeting like white women trying to get things done. Trying to go <laughs> trying to, to a go, date. Or, trying to go on a date. Or, or just run like in and whole get like foods. a chicken cutlet. Yeah. But it's fine. It's whatever. Someone yeah. described a ticket as like life tax which I think everyone knows how I feel about taxes, which is I don't like them, but like it's not a tax I'm trying to pay. I just did my taxes. How was it? Good. That's good. I got a nice, you got a refund. I did this year. Yeah. I haven't, I didn't last year and the year before. I don't think that's a nice experience. Yeah. But taxes are still, it's like hieroglyphics to me. It's really confusing. We've talked about how we should every, senior in high school and college should take a mandatory classes on how to do taxes on how to just like do, do money. Yeah. Life and money should be a required course that you have to get like a B in. I like, it's like home ec. Like I took home ec. I was, my teacher just did all my projects for me. <laughs> we had to make bears one time. Like a teddy bear. Yeah. And I made a bear that is, was so horrifying. <laughs> look like sounds like art it looked like some like true detective yellow king shit and my teacher mrs ivacoli who wore wedge heels all the time and she was my mom's friend <laughs> she just did it for me because i was like i can't i love like the idea of but, like home ec still being a thing yeah I like don't know if that they even wasn't have that invented in like the 50s or for, something like women for women to like learn how to bake a fucking pie <laughs> fuck I you know if they have it anymore I think they had it at my... They didn't have it at, like, the first high school that I went to. And then when I transferred to a Catholic school, of course, they had home ec. We didn't have it in my... I mean, I went to an all-boys school, but... But then I didn't I didn't take it when I was there. Yeah. Good. Fuck that. Like, why would I do... Why would I want to do that? I mean, in case you need to learn how to make a stuffed animal. Why would I want... Why... <laughs> they have Build-A-Bear for that. Well, in case you need to on the fly. Also, it's like, why? A woman's work is (laughs) Goop is my home act. That is true. Yeah. But Gwyneth was probably, do you think she liked home act? Maybe. Do you think Apple likes home act? Apple's like a vegetarian who doesn't play by the rules. Talking about Apple Martin. What do you think her, what do you think her specialty in school is? I think she's an act, does theater. She's like scowling. I think she's like a singer and. Uh, oh, like she's a talked theater. about her being a singer. Yeah. And she performed with Chris Martin at like some sort of like dinner party in the Hamptons or something. Like I mean. A, like a benefit for Hillary Clinton or something. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like everyone <laughs> in that family as a child, like in. Once you're born into a family like that, like it's kind of like Dakota Johnson. It's like, what? Are you going to like become a doctor? No. You could. You could, but like that seems hard i would is that what you would do no i'd be i'd be famous yeah I, feel like- <laughs> <laughs> I would just be an actor but what kind of is shocking are there's some like off like famous offspring that try but are just like can't get it like going like who like daniel day lewis's son yeah what's his deal it's like a model there's always there everyone's Mo- a model you model first 
everyone's model because like you can get Lisa Rinna's kids. Yeah, you can get appreciated for being hot a yeah. lot easier than you can get appreciated for being like a good actor. I mean, every famous model now is a famous person's child. Yeah. Like so the, the key Hadids. is you model first. Yeah. And then you'd hope that you get famous enough as a model to then get an interview in right. some sort of publication where you can then say like, I'm also really interested in acting. Yeah. Like I wonder if Kendall Jenner is going to ever be in something. She'll probably be in it. I feel like she'll have like a cameo in something. A cameo, but I feel like she I also wonder. is just going to be like, like, what is her, like, what is she going to do with her life outside of modeling? Just, I don't think she can be an actor because I think you just like know too much about her and she's not actually like that intriguing. Kylie's more intriguing than she Kylie is. Kylie is so intriguing. Kendall like, is just like, I'm just, just very like, unclear on her. She can't get it right. She can't get it right. And she's like not launching a product, which feels lame. Yeah. Cause she's not, I think she's lazy. She's not the big earner in the family either. She pulls no. in like 20 mil a year, which <sighs> that family is like, what? Not, it's not enough. I think Courtney makes more than that. Yeah. I love to like, I think that Kylie and Kendall don't get along. Like they fucking hate each other. Really? Yeah. Which I love. How do you know? I read it on the daily mail. They have like a rivalry. Yeah. Where they like fight a lot. Well, I think that I know they fight. I they mean, she fight, wasn't at Stormy's like, birthday, which was insane looking, which was insane. It was like a fun house, an acid trip. Fun yeah. house. I, I also love the idea of throwing a birthday party for like a non-sentient being. Yeah. Like that's a one-year-old. But they I don't love it. Know. Yeah. I think they're good parents. I think Kylie is a great mom. Yeah. We're, you heard it here. Kylie's an amazing mother. I can't wait for her to have more children. I think, I think Travis she's is doing a great it dad. All. I think they're doing it all right. I, I think he is really cute. He's so cute. And, and really just witty. And fu- like I've seen him interviewed and he's just like, he's kind of reserved and has like a quiet brilliance you know mm-hmm. i think he's his cool. album is really good yeah i just think he's a cool guy and he he was like talking i think i saw him on ellen once and he was like talking about how he, he loved doing musical theater in, in high school and like he was like in like guys and dolls or something like and i was like love <sighs> he's a cutie yeah i would have been in like the i was in the music man so if he was in that i would have been like he's playing harold hill and i'm like townsperson watching him yeah <laughs> I was in the music, man. That was a babe. Oh, I love that. But yeah, Kendall and Kylie, I think Kendall's just kind of facing the fact that she, you know how Kim said Courtney was the least interesting to look at? Mm-hmm. I think Kendall's just the least interesting. Yeah. She's definitely even less interesting than Rob. Like, she's really thin, which I enjoy. <laughs> she has like... Her legs are taller than my body. But I've actually walked by her IRL. Like she was coming out of a hair salon that I was going into once and she's like five seven. So they lie about her height, I'm pretty sure. She I've, may be five nine, maybe, but that would make her as tall as Chloe. Cause Chloe, I think, is like Chloe's like my height. Yeah, but all <laughs> those girls like Kim is like five two. Yeah. That's teeny tiny. Courtney's like four eight. <laughs> Courtney is three feet tall. I I was at a rave once in Bushwick in a warehouse and I walked by this was 2014 I walked by Kendall Jenner, Gigi Hadid and Bella Hadid in fucking Bushwick. That's wild. And they Gigi's all walked tall by me. as fuck. I didn't I can't, they just like walked by me. And I was like, can you imagine Kendall being like, "Where are we?" Kendall's like a rave. 
What's arrived? Miley was there with her shirt off. Tits out? Her back was to everyone. Wow. She was on stage. She was like playing with the music and her she was like completely <laughs> shirtless. And everyone was going, ow! I love Miley's life. She just got married in like a house. Yeah. To Liam. They're great. They're great. They like donated $500,000 to the Malibu Relief situation with all the fires because they're burned down yeah her about fucking that. house burned down but and yeah they're they're just like a cute there's like living in australia really I, I think so yeah he is he's so hot the whole family yeah all hot i'm on un, i'm unclear in his career though yeah who knows i mean chris is solid he's thor yeah he's, he's set but once Liam you're in the marvel movie you're good has yet to really prove that he can do anything besides just look so fucking hot and be in the hunger games, which is a talent, but like the hunger games, I never saw the final movie. I didn't either. Hunger gang, (laughs) hunger gang. That's what Bella, Gigi and Kendall. (laughs) That's our group chat. The hunger gang. They have a name for their group thread. It's the hunger gang. Okay. Bella Hadid though is the ultimate. She's the queen of all the model babes. Because now also to be a model, you don't even have to be hot. You don't have to be born like interesting looking or hot. You just have to be born to a rich family that can pay for you to get like reconstructive surgery, plastic surgery to morph you into a hot android (laughs) that then can become famous for being hot. I love that she smokes. She jewels. Yeah. Then she, she, she rips out to quit jeweling. 20 her 2019 resolution like some of us i was like get my mental health in check live a healthy lifestyle get a job bella hadid is like i'm gonna quit jeweling and tbd if she had do you think she makes a lot of money yes i think she makes bank now i think she's bigger than Gigi, and rightly so so weird Gigi's not like i don't think i don't i'm not a big Gigi fan she was the biggest shit for so for like six months but then de- <laughs> yeah but then i think dethroned by bella which when i i remember the day that i first discovered bella hadid like what day was it what day of the week time it was year. like a summertime i think it was 2014 or 2013 i know she had been on like housewives but then i was like really looking into her like instagram and I found it and I gasped. I was laying across my bed, just like scrolling and looking for people. And I found her and I was, <gasps> and I said to myself, I said, this girl is a star. She's going to be a huge star. Was this pre-surgery? Mm, no, I don't think this was like, she had gotten a nose job and her lips were bigger. Like she was hot. But I think she's had another round of shit done or she's lost like a ton of weight because she has those like cheekbones that are sunken in now. And she literally like, and, but she claims she's never had, she doesn't get fillers or anything Uh, like that. I just woke up one day and my face was a third of what it used to be. Yeah. Like cool. Me. She has no cheeks anymore. I mean, just bones. I mean, my face, but like my face sunk in when I was doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. So like, I guess, I mean, I'm not saying she's doing drugs, but like, that's the only other way you can get. But I'm also like, okay, these girls are 20 years old. Like you don't really have to be like, if you have like a good metabolism and you're tall is like a 20 something, you don't have to really eat like salads for every meal in order to like maintain. Like I don't, 
I really am over her narrative of like eating cheeseburgers and pizza only because that is just like categorically false. Yeah, I also like feel like Kendall Jenner has been twenty for five years. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how, how old, old she is. is. I don't know how old Bella is or Gigi actually. They're either forty or twenty. They're ageless twenties. <laughs> Kendall has been like turning twenty five for the last six years. Yeah, I, I just like I like, don't. I'm ready I am for so. Them. To be in their 30s, so, like, the real metabolism, like, kicks in, and they have, like, real bodies yeah. for them. It's wild, though, for the amount of fuck-ups Kendall's had in the last two years. She keeps landing every... Like, she she's on she's still on every single cover. Yeah, because the fashion world There's, doesn't care about that kind of stuff. I, 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 am, I am no expert on modeling, obviously, but, like, <laughs> I just do not get her. I don't get the appeal... There are so many more interesting looking people. I like her style. Really? Yeah. Okay. But I feel like she just wear. I mean, when you're that thin, anything you wear looks like interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. I just think she's so oppressively boring. Yeah. I, I like, I'm almost offended by it. And I have, you know me, I am a very big fan of the Kardashians. Yeah. I think the, the Kardashian, the older siblings are so cool. I love them. I really am on the fence about Chloe. I can't, really? can't with her. Why? Because I think that she's like, I don't think that she's authentic. <gasps> I think that she's just like, yeah, I just don't get an authentic vibe. Hmm. I really like Courtney. I think she's something's wrong with her. What? <laughs> Like what? I think she's not well. Like she's like wrong with her. Like she's like has an illness. I think she has some crossfiring going on. I I just think she's it's, she's like I, I there's just something deeply a chip is missing with her emotionally. Yeah, I don't think that she has like intimate connections with people. Like I feel like she would just put her hand on a stove and like just keep it there and just be like Oh, but then I she did have a lot of emotion in the last season of keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah, like she's she going was to sad. Some, she's going to some like I love when they were. I, I did love when Courtney and or Chloe and Kim were like, "Fuck you, Chloe, Courtney's therapist." On TV, they were like, "If you're watching oh, this, yeah. fuck you." <laughs> Kim is so cool. Kim is amazing. I love when she trolls. I love her. I really like. Um, I mean, I don't. I also don't trust Courtney because she goes to that Hillsong church. Okay, the I'm babe sorry, of ba- we need to talk babe, about Chris Pratt. Okay, here's and here's what we need to talk about because we'll talk about that. But I think that 2019 is the year of the shank and the year of the scam. So the like shank. shanking is like when you try to do something and like fail miserably, oh, yeah. kind of like the Jesse Smollett right. thing. Like he fucking shanked More that, on that situation. Later. More on that later. And then like the year of the scam is like scammers and not necessarily succeeding. the year of them succeeding, but like the year of them getting like aired out. Like Elizabeth Holmes, Theranos. Yeah. Like Firefest. Firefest. Like yeah. we're now seeing Fuck Jerry. Fuck Jerry. A comeuppance. Yeah, we're seeing a comeuppance and like this wave of like, here's the actual truth. So I think like more scammers are going to get revealed. I hope so. Um, But that, yeah, it's the year of the shank and the year of the scam. So Hillsong falls fully into this because I am over this like new wave Christianity. Hipster Christian. What the fuck? Who are still virulently anti-gay. Yeah. Misogynistic. Yeah. Racist. Yeah. 
disguising themselves with like forearm tattoos. Hillsong is deeply has been so deeply weird to me. I remember I was dating this guy in New York for a little who was like this ballet guy and he was really cute, but like something was amiss, Mm -hmm. if you will. And he one time told me that he and his friend had been going to Hillsong in New York. And I I was like, oh, that's cool. And I, he was telling me how great it was. And he was like, you should come with me sometime. We just sang. It's like a rock concert. I'd rather put my hand in a blender. Well, I didn't know. I thought that they were like this all inclusive new wave Christian thing, Mm -hmm. but they're not. They're like, still like they explicitly on their website they say that gay people are welcome but they don't think it's right (laughs) they're like you can come but we still think that you're like a fucking sinner a heathen yeah but the whole chris pratt chris pratt is just total babe he is not even babe he's just scary yeah it's like Catherine schwarzenegger is a babe uh yeah that whole relationship is like that doesn't uh, I something ain't right. I was I was, right before Christmas. I was at Rite Aid and I went in and mm-hmm. I looked over at the tabloids and I like my vision just zoomed in and it was like OK Magazine or, or you Us Weekly and it was saying how Chris it was right before they got engaged and mm-hmm. it was just saying Chris Pratt, Catherine Schwarzenegger headed to the altar, the new royal couple, America's new royalty, and oh, I was yeah. like, I was so it stayed with me for days because I was like. I know tabloids like to press couples on us, but there was, I was so, that is a bold statement. That's blasphemous, but also I think there's something with Hillsong, like there's paparazzi photos outside that church all the time. They have a deal. So they have a deal. Like they're like, cause you can prevent people from like taking photos or you could like have security in place to where people don't get photos of like all the celebrities coming out of your church. But like you see, and they were a celebrity couple that was forged from like photos of them coming out of Hillsong together. Yeah. Like those were like the first photos that emerged of them as a couple or maybe like going on a picnic. They were, like, yeah. Their first ones were them like eating sandwiches together in a park in like Santa is, Barbara. Like, you called someone to take that yeah. photo. Like, fuck off i but also so but that Haley baldwin and justin bieber vogue article firstly scary shook me to the core and the most boring photo i've ever seen boring photo spread and then also (laughs) like i'm sorry her life sounds like a nightmare like if i had to be responsible for this other human beings like happiness in life that was just like he sounds like a fucking wild car you need to read it. It was like the most, it was very like 1950s, like she's provo- she, gender normative. Like it was just like, it I'm was, at, I'm waiting at home for him every night. Kind, kind of or just like, I'm the supportive, like stable one. And he's like the wild fucking psycho one. And like, but it works for us. And like, we'll use our faith to get us through this. It's she like fully, very faith heavy. Yeah. She's fully Christian. They met at like Hillsong. They Selena, like, Selena was a Hillsong. Yeah. Not anymore. Or I don't know if she is or not. But like, I just think that like, this is some sort of like, I don't, I don't trust it. I don't trust anything that's like heavily connected back to like any sort of religious thing. And after, and I do have like a major bias against like Christianity um, from growing up like yeah. Southern Baptist and being like in that kind of environment for Mega the majority of my childhood. Yeah. yeah. Like I just am like, I don't fucking trust you guys. And I don't trust I don't trust Hillsong and it that's that I read an article about Justin Bieber I mean 
I think his name is Carl Lentz. He's the yeah. He's like Australian. I saw them like out together one time. But I feel like they're going to be. I think Hillsong in the next few years is going to become the new Scientology. Mm-hmm. Like, and they have their mainstay of stars like Bieber, Pratt, uh, Kendall Jenner. I think is part of it. Like Courtney these, is a part of it. I don't know. And if there's Kendall a, there's is. a major. I think a major basketball player for the New York Knicks or some. Big team. I don't know sports, but he is in it. And I read this art, this GQ profile about Justin a few years ago that said that he had an epiphany at like three in the morning in New York City and was like, I need to be baptized in Hillsong. So Carl Lentz called this basketball player who's in it, who's like fully in it. Mm-hmm. And he let them come over to his, his apartment at like four in the morning and they baptized Bieber in his bathtub. Like, I think it's very creepy and sinister. And Ellen Page fucking queen mm-hmm. called out because he was on colbert and colbert was like telling tell us about your you know spirituality and like he's talking about god and yeah there's a tweet about it and ellen page was like cool did you ask him about his like severely anti-gay church mm-hmm. and, and then, then he was like our church like loves everyone yeah he was like when i got divorced they welcomed me with open arms yeah way to pivot he and took, make like, it about he took you to his instagram story yeah i saw that response because he was on Colbert. also his life is insane to me like he's a sh- he's a shepherd he he owns a farm in santa barbara where he that sounds pretty idyllic yeah but it's 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 uh, okay it's propaganda it's, it's christian propaganda it's, it's fucking going back to the time of christ like he's trying to oh he's his, trying to be like i am a man of the farm i i tend to the sheep his my, Bible my diet that he went on, I was fasting? obsessed with that. He was like, I tried this like diet that I read about in the Bible. It was like... Based on David. Yeah. He was like, David ate like nuts and fruits for 40 days or some shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, you're full-blown untrustworthy, babe. But like, he's on Colbert, who is <laughs> arguably one of the smartest people in Hollywood, on main... Like, they're letting him talk about Christian diets on TV. I'm sorry. Religion should not be... No one talks about... Why does he get to talk about religion? And everyone in the crowd is like whooping and wooing. Hillsong. Woo! It's Colbert. It's like, hey, that's great. Hillsong like, is not to be fucking trusted. I I was going to go... Like, I was thinking when I worked at blank, blank, blank magazine, mm-hmm. I was going to do like an undercover thing at Hillsong or Landmark. I was oh, trying to decide. Because yeah. there was a Hillsong down the street. They do yeah, like- I don't. I'm just like calling out now Christian propaganda as I see it, and like that is hugely. That's just like I think Chris Pratt is dark, and when he super dark when he posted about we were talking about this earlier though with like in couples that like where the woman starts off being famous and like successful, and they're married or in a long-term relationship or in a relationship with a man who is average Joe less successful or hasn't like broken through yet in a creative field. In this case, it's like actors and like, like Chris Pratt and Anna Faris where all of a sudden he becomes like morphs morphed into another person. Like he became like physically changed himself into, which I guess is like, Harvard the course is like an actor no but hollywood his some studio was like we are going we picked you and now we're gonna turn you into like harrison ford yeah and he was like cool yeah it was like okay and like they he basically did like the katie holmes thing where it was like 
you're the one we're doing this. And like, then they get divorced, which is kind of like non shocking because I feel like that would be very difficult to navigate that kind of like relationship. I think Anna's a real one. Yeah. And I think she was, I have a theory that you, I mean, don't live, laugh, me, love her, but eh, she's like in a relationship. I think yeah. she's, she's got her podcast and mm-hmm. she's cool. But I, I mean, I can't imagine her being like, maybe she is. I don't know, but something, something weird went on and if i date if that was me and then my ex-husband father of my child was having a chris pratt hill song moment getting married to a 20 year old i would be like also she's weird and when he posted it that they were engaged he did a collage of her and one of the photos she's holding a statue of christ i mean I think he's going to like, we're going to live on a farm. I'm going to be the shepherd. I am the savior. You will be my wife. And then together we will give birth to the new savior. I, my friend messaged me <laughs> and said that she heard that he's wants to be in politics. And oh, that could try that Ka- Because Catherine Schwarzenegger, if you don't know, is a Kennedy. Because mm-hmm. her mother is Maria Shriver, yeah. who is Eunice, Shri- Eunice Kennedy's daughter. Mm-hmm. So she's like directly in... I mean, I guess she's part of the true American royalty, but like calling them American stretch, but he might be, she might be like his ideal political bride. Totally. I mean, Schwarzenegger did it. Yeah. He's going to run for like Republican. He definitely voted for Trump. They're like Pence adjacent. They're total Pence. I mean, don't think I haven't thought of that. Christians. Christian celebrities reveal yourself. Yeah. I'm saying it. I'm going to say Christians are crazy. Yeah. They're crazy for Jesus. I just don't think any any religion should be talked about on like a late night show. I think like talk about it, but also ask questions because that would have been a good question yeah. to ask in the moment is like, what about this? Yeah. Like I identify as Buddhist and I think it's like chill to talk about Buddhism because it's literally like meditate and like find your Zen and like navigate life's challenges. That's true. It like, Maybe, but I don't. But it's not. Explain yourself a little. What? Yeah, like be open to, you know. But it's like I'm not gonna push that on someone. Like I'm not gonna go and like push that on everyone I know. It's like you need to be doing that. And I just like feel like, and I don't like any religion that tells you like you're never gonna get this unless you do this. Like that feels very manipulative to me. Yeah. But yeah, the Hillsong thing is Hillsong's insane. And I know people who are like average people too, like us. Me. <laughs> Not you, but me. <laughs> An average person who is like who are into Hillsong. Bars. Gays. <laughs> We're just staring at each other now. I, I'm just really weird. I, maybe I'm going to go undercover for babe. Go undercover and become a Hillsong babe. What if I went undercover though and then like got into it? You probably would. Would you save me? Yeah. Would you like send a task force of like my loved ones in? Like mm-hmm. you you and like I get your Simon. Par- like get like- your parents involved and <laughs> Simon and get a team. And then I would meet with them secretly while you were at Hillsong and say, I'm fucking worried about Carrie. This started as a joke. And now he's like going to Hillsong three times a week. He's playing the bass guitar in the rock band. That he plays. loves it there. It's all he ever talks about. And we need to do something about this. Then we would have an intervention. I watched one of Carl Lentz's sermons. And I was like, 
I wasn't into it, but I was like, he was very charismatic. Where's the fucking podcast uh, exposing Hillsong? It'll come. Can I tell you what else I'm obsessed with that I've noticed is now a trend that celebrities have mentioned over and over is the Hoffman process. So yes, the Hoffman process, it's like... It's like a new age self-help workshop. Well, it, do you remember the the finale of Mad Men where he's at that retreat? I didn't watch that, but I know what you're talking about because I've seen the picture. That was the Hoffman process. Oh, I think okay. that's like part... It's been around for a while and it's. I think it's in Northern California or like Ohio or because something. Because what they were talking about, like just lightly touching on and I didn't really like do a lot of research into it, but it sounded a lot like the workshops we did at my boarding school where you pound pillows and like talk about your frustrations with your parents. Billy Bush went to one after his like access Hollywood. I think he went to the Hoffman center or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause Bieber talked about it in his Vogue profile. And then Katy Perry talked about it in her paper profile. And I was like, okay, so like psychos are just like, trying to do this to like learn about themselves which is really funny to me because it's like i just like love the thought of their mental journeys and billy bush's like mental journey of Mm self-discovery but i was also like is this now a thing is self-awareness and like healing in this way gonna become like a new hot thing well i'd love to imagine i mean katy perry started out as a christian singer Mm -hmm. lest we forget is the Hoffman process Christian? I don't know. Or is it just like non-denominational? Like I think it's like just it's like rehab for people who don't want to call it rehab. Mm-hmm. Like it's a week long. I think it's only a week. Okay. But yeah, I think it's part of a kind of a. I think it's a place that people go to so they can who are famous can go to so that when they are being profiled they can mention that they went to it. Yeah. Like as a they PR. get it for free or like what happens? I think it's a lot of money. I have a lot of questions because I was just like, whoa, this sounds like this is like ringing bells to me. Yeah. I mean, I think it's weird. I think I think it's I. Th- it sounds like a PR thing. Mm-hmm. And I think I mean, I, who knows? Maybe it is really helpful. But um, yeah, I don't I, I but it seems like a gateway to something else like to Bieber find Hillsong from the Hoffman I don't know. He said he went to Hoffman, but then he left halfway through because it was like too intense for him. He like wasn't ready. <laughs> well, Carl Lentz is like his. I mean, have you ever seen the pictures of them together? Yeah, I've seen them out together. They went. I would oh, went to the Midnight out. Sun premiere last year of Bella Thorne's movie Midnight Sun. You should all see it. I Whoa. really loved it. And Bieber and Carl were there together. And Justin Bieber was being so disruptive during the screening, like whoop. I sat literally right behind him. He's like whooping it up and like standing up in his seat, like just being like an insane person that like is desperate for attention. And Carl Lentz was like sitting there, I guess like co-signing all that behavior. But I was like, this is weird. Like if I was out with my spiritual advisor, I wouldn't be acting like a freak off the leash, like in public. You know what I mean? Like I would want to be like on my best behavior because I'm like with someone I deeply respect. Who's like a guru to me. Well, it sounds like they have a Tom Cruise, David Miscavige kind of situation going on. Like, I think Bieber is like his is like the Tom Cruise of Hillsong, Mm -hmm. you know, and and Pratt now and Haley Bolt. Like these, these are the new, this is why I think Hillsong is going to be become 
the new celebrity like sinister religion yeah of the next few years but i think these people are their early like poster people and they're gonna and they're using them to kind of propagate what they believe in and Mm -hmm. i think i read bieber's doing a christian album yeah and it and get more people to come to the church because i think it's a huge it's huge tenant it's a huge church it's a mega church but then also a tenant of christianity is like you give 10 percent of your income yeah to the church yeah, which cap- i mean almost every religion yeah, Catholic, hits you up for like money Catholics. yeah which is like another reason that i'm distrustful and i remember when selena was going through her shit she was seen leaving uh hillsong with bieber a lot yeah and so, I wonder if she still like goes to that church or if she's like wised I mean, up and been like, I think she'd probably wised up. I hope so. <sighs> Can we talk about this reminds me of like, okay, so I, you know, that Holy mountain in yeah. like near Salton sea. Uh-huh. I went there yesterday right? and I'd already been there once and like seen it. It's like fine, whatever. It's yeah. like a crazy Christian person did it. And mm-hmm. it's like, wow, maybe if you'd gotten the help you needed, you could have made more art and not yeah. just like sat on this mountain for 40 fucking years. But like, anyways, cool. <laughs> and beyond that though, is it's, it's like a lawless community called slab city have you ever heard of this no i'd never heard of this until my friend Haley is like who's obsessed Haley baldwin. with it Haley baldwin <laughs> google her she was just on vogue um really wanted to go and had been like in facebook groups researching it so we did like a day trip i did it with like uh three of my friends to slab city which <sighs> is basically like an art commune right but it also is like do people live there? People live there. It's like you can live there for free. Like you can show up and like pitch a tent in this like random place in the desert. It has no run. It has like no source of water. No, I like, guess there might be like a river that's nearby, but does it's it have like, electricity. No, there's no like resources there. You just like go there. How do you have food? There are some people with food that like cook. There's a church nearby that like feeds everyone one day a week. It's like. It literally is like a lawless, like meth town. Is everyone like Burning Man people? It's a lot of Burning Man, like Wook type of people. And then there's a lot of like snowbirds, like old people with RVs that they like stick together in their own little zone. And then like the rest of the people are just like white people with dreadlocks. Like it is truly, I've never. An asteroid needs to hit it. I thought, (laughs) I I thought it would be kind of like interesting and cool. And then like driving in there. People with dreadlocks is like immediate no. It's a true nunca for me. (laughs) (laughs) And like, but it's, they also don't have like a waste management system. So they just like litter everywhere. So it's literally like the grossest looking desert with trash. And like a, a poison body of water yeah right isn't near the salt and sea yeah polluted and you can't no you can't swim in it and like they have like a library there we were it was i've never been to like i used to get into places like that but now i think after i've known truly what it's like to be like broke at the end of your rope those places terrify me because i'm like it's too close to like anyone could get to that point oh my god that's gonna be me <laughs> in like five months <laughs> move to slab city wait are there like houses uh there's like shanties that like people have like put two pieces of like lean pieces of wood on each other and like call it a house and like, like put like the- burn tires around and like created a front yard wait so it's like 
I'm just trying to get the visual of it because I didn't really see it from your pictures. But is there a downtown Slab City? There's like the <laughs> it's called East Jesus and it's their little like art park where they've just taken a lot of trash and like glued it all together to create sculptures, which is like kind of cool, which is where the seesaw I went on the seesaw. And the only reason I went on it is because I just had a tetanus shot. So I was like, this seems like a fun thing to do that like is low risk. because yeah. <laughs> My tetanus status is mm-hmm. like chill and like. But it was also just like, okay, like this is trash. This is like all trash. But so it's, there's not like, there's not like, it's not like downtown Palm Springs where there's like, there's like restaurants and. No, there's like, (laughs) there was a trailer that said like Bubba's Breakfast, like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from like 8 to 11 a.m. Like, where is he the other four days of the week? He's probably like trying to fucking walk around and get all his breakfast ingredients. I'm so confused. There was a library there. No. And so we went in the library, which I don't know how also it's been raining like crazy in California and Southern California recently. And I don't understand how like Slab City even like made it through the rain because it looked like everything would just wash away. Like, I don't, I don't understand. It's just like a flat it's just like flat with like gross like weeds growing and trash that has blown into piles everywhere. It's not like even cute. What it's do the just people like, look like? They look like white people with dreadlocks covered do, in dirt. Do they, they don't shower? No, there's no shower there. Ew. I mean, I think there's like they they have they say they have a local hot springs, but when I googled it, it was like a brown puddle of water with like a water treatment like pipe next to it. Don't they, do they have like shampoo? No. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I, so we went in the library, which is like a legitimately has like lots of books in there and like mag like old magazines. And my friend Haley was donating. She like had brought a bunch of books to donate, which I was like, well, these people seem like they could use an education and maybe their lack of one is what got them here in the first place. So like, that's a nice thing to do. And she, we go into the library and I'm like looking around, but I'm also just like, there's like carpet on the ground. Like, I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. I was just like, this is like really not speaking my language like i'm always down for like a cultural moment but i'm also just like my what is this culture and there's like dreadlock lady is sitting at the library counter and Haley's like can i like do you guys accept donations like i have some books i'd like to donate and she was like we actually like don't need any more books but like we do take cash donations and i was like oh you don't say you take cash donations here in this fucking homeless desert Wait, so town. The library doesn't take books, but they take wads of money. Yeah. And then she was like, and Haley was like, okay, well, I thought maybe you would, you guys would want these. And she's like, I mean, if they're like classic titles, but 
probably not and then like Haley like was on loan and she brought like the hobbit and like the martian like good books like that people would read yeah but i'm also like why do you have a library this town doesn't seem like it's full of readers anyways that woman says that like while like a cockroach is like coming out of her mouth yeah she's like, like only classic titles she goes we have a wish list over here and like points to a wish list that says like water on it <laughs> it was like honey like what Food. If you need to put like water on your wish list, so, like you have a like, problem. Yeah, like there's a have, problem in Slap City. Things have gone to a not a good place. So where, she, like, did she just like? Do you think she just like showed up to this like hovel one day and was like, "I'm the librarian." Yes, I think that that's how it works. You just like, like you literally show up there. You find like clear some litter off of a sand, and then like put a piece of wood like lean it against a tree and then that's your house in slab city and then you're just like a slabber it's like white people who are it's like a fucking white shenanigans it's the whitest shenanigans ever who they consider Ugh. themselves to be like uh, enlightened like, yeah or just like they're like bucking the norms or like fighting the man or something yeah, like that like, but it's like people no, are actually homeless who don't want to be homeless and you're choosing to be like <laughs> We're living out in the desert. You live in trash. Like, you don't live in the... De- like, yeah. you literally live in, like, a sh- lawless shanty town. <laughs> I, I'm so fascinated by the idea of, like, I'm like, a librarian just, just being like, I'm going to be the librarian. And someone's like, okay. Yeah. And she... So then, when we were driving and, like, trying to explore Slab City, we saw this, like... It was like a white dreadlocks guy and girl couple with like their gaunt bony dog like trudging up Ugh. in like and I was like god like are those new residents they looked like they were just arriving like ready to like set up shop and slabs and I was just like oh my god I'm darked out by this couple so we're like poking around the library and then that couple enters and they're like hey and she librarians like Hey, and they put their bags down. And she's like, um, can you not put your packs like right in the walkway? Like, so they move them. And then they, they're like, Shh. they were like, can we like, do you have any like weed? like, do you have any weed that we could have? And she was like, yeah, I mean, like, I'll like sell you some like for like $5 a gram. And they were like, cool. Like, yeah, we'll take some. And so then they like fully have like a weed deal go down. And I was just like, if you like can't afford to take a shower or feed your dog or feed your dog, but like you're coming to slab city and your first question is to this librarian who is, you're going to buy weed from like, babe. like this is a babe situation. Wait, so they have like a starving animal. That's my hope. That's something I'm always like, don't bring the dog into this. Don't bring an animal into this. Like and the crust punks in New York who used to like drag their pit bulls around for sympathy. And the pit bull was just always like, looked forlorn i was always like don't don't involve the animal and then the librarian was like i'll sell you a gram and like i'll get you set up with a library card then i was (laughs) like what how does one what how does one procure a library card wait so what is what was her can you explain the setup again of the library the library was like you walk in like a doorway and then there's just like stacks and stacks of books everywhere. Like, yeah, there are walls and like shelves in the walls and books are just like shoved into there. I didn't check and see if it was like organized by a Dewey decimal system. There's carpet on the ground. So they put carpet on top of dirt 
and then that's just like pounded in and then there's like an outdoor area with like old couches like you know you see people like put their couch yeah. on the street that that's like the couches there that's like a chill zone does she have like a desk she had like a library little counter and then she was just like sitting on a stool like looking really over it and then i guess like selling weed is like her hustler her side hustle in addition to like live being the librarian it's and like then- they're playing town yeah. And she's like, I'm the librarian. Yeah. Who sells drugs. And then I had like a massive bong behind her. And the guy was like, can we like use a hit off your bong? And she's like, sure. And then they like just did bong rips. And I guess like she gave them a library card. But like what? Like I love the idea of a town that's law- like a lawless community. <laughs> yet town. you have like a library card. What and- good does that do here? <laughs> Are you going to punish someone for not returning their books on time? In Slab City, don't you have to have an? There's an like, un, there's an unspoken rule that you don't. You can do whatever book, you want. But a library book cannot be late. But you better return that <laughs> library. Wait, so it's like it's like they bartered. They bartered. He was like, "Oh, some other stuff I could trade you if you don't want cash." And it's like, no, of course this fucking bitch wants cash. She lives. She's a library of a fake. She's a librarian of a fake library in a fake town. In a fake town. That's in the middle of nowhere with no resources. And the is there first a police thing on their station? wish list is water. Do they have a police station? No. <laughs> I don't think the police I'd be, stay I'd be the poli- out of I'd their the trauma. Sh- I'd be the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> you I'd set be, up. I'd like, get there and I'd be like, I'm going to be the sheriff, everyone. And I'd be like, and I'd go and just be like, hey. Hey, there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> yeah. I would go up and be, and, and someone, like, I'd get like, the the crimes would range from like, a library being late to like someone getting their head chopped off <laughs> in their sleep. And I'd have to be like, I'd have to like enforce strict library code, but yeah. also people would be like, Hey, my, my slab, my shanty mate just got like dismembered. And I'd be like, Ooh, um, you're like, I'll get to that later. To there's that lots later. of paperwork on my desk right now. <laughs> I have some library would, cards to track down. I would be doing paperwork all the time. Like you would come in and be like, Hey, um, someone left like a coyote head in my slab. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, Hey, I'm doing paperwork. Take a number. Take a I number. Have some paperwork I have- <laughs> Can you imagine me as a sheriff of, yeah. of Slab City? I feel like something might get done. I'm like, don't you need an address to have a library card? Yeah, like Slab 2. I should have stuck around to see like what the library card process is because that's been haunting me. Like... Like, does do you just write library card on a piece of paper yeah. and hand it to them? And I wouldn't like. I would also want there to be like. So I'd be I'd be the sheriff, and I'd also be what else? Like what other like? I'd I'd hold town hall meetings. Yeah, and I'd like I'd be a town hall person. I'd love town hall people. Yeah, people who go to like every town hall meeting and they speak up. <laughs> they speak up, and they have ordinances to talk about. There's like, remember that movie Into the Wild where, which is like, why are we glamorizing this person that literally just like destroyed their relationship with like everyone in their life that they knew and then died and then like ate poisonous berries and died in Alaska, like starvation. There's actually nothing glamorous about that. And it it irks me. Yeah. Like, fuck you, Sean Penn. That Emil is like actually, yeah. Fuck you. Emil also, Hirsch. Emil Hirsch punched a woman. He like grabbed her by the neck and like pulled. Like he assaulted someone. Why is like 
I am so I was so shocked by that. And then at like Sundance, he like decked a PR woman. Yeah. I think I know someone who knows the person that he punched. And they were like, Yeah, he really punched her. And, and it's like shocking. And then people are like, You're hired for like their next project. He's still working. He books. He books. He punches and he books. Um but like also like fuck that into the wild guy and in that movie they go to this slab city play this was i was also like fuck this because there's a, all these scenes where like Catherine keener and like kristen stewart oh, live God. in slab city and they're like performing and it's like supposed to look great i'm like this is disgust this place is actually disgusting i forgot kristen stewart was in that movie yeah and Catherine Keener, I remember when he leaves and her and her husband are just look at each other and they're like, he's going to die. Yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. God. Kristen, do you think Kristen Stewart did research by like living at Slab City for the week? I feel like no one would ever willingly live there except if you were a delusional white person <laughs> with dreadlocks. From Means. Yeah. Who was like. But like decided like fuck my capitalist family and yeah, then like fuck my trust fund yeah like we're like fuck you and then just walked and like smoked like k2 and then just like decided ended up in slab city yeah like you end up in slab city fucking get buying a gram off of a librarian for five bucks and taking bong rips in the middle of the day in the desert i can't think of anything worse with your gay sheriff yeah <laughs> you'd be the best part of that city <laughs> I'm going to whip it into tip-top A light shit. in the darkness. <laughs> I'd make everyone get up and like at like 6 a.m. and do like... Calisthenics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just stretches. <laughs> like gym. I'd be like 70s gym workouts. Mm-hmm. Like jump. I'd make everyone do jumping jacks. Like you take a bong rip and then you get obscenely hungry. There's no food to eat and no water. So then I guess you just like crawl in your shanty and like shiver until the next day where you just do it all over again. It must get so cold at night. It gets fucking freezing. Are there fires? I have no idea. I wouldn't stay there. <laughs> Carrie just. <laughs> I thought I heard the wind. The wind is back. The wind is. It back. suddenly got really dark. Yeah. I'm just. I'm so fascinated by it. like. Yeah. I just like don't. The librarian understand. is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. She was like this put upon like. She was like. What she look like? She looked like a white woman with dreadlocks. Did she look like she was starving? No, she randomly looked like very healthy. I'm just confused at like where do these people come from? Like where do they go from wish here? List. Like, and I also am like your wish list. Water. I'm like actually I'm like pretty good at wish lists, and like I could consult for you guys. You should do like social media for Slab City. They need it. Is there a geotag? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Is there Wi-Fi? They do have wi- a Wi-Fi in a certain little area, I think, that's like maybe in the library. There's like a char- a station where you can like charge your cell phone and maybe like rip some Wi-Fi. But there's no cell service out there. I was like, this is the end of the line. Like, you know, like some people go to Vegas to die. Mm-hmm. Some people go to New Orleans. Some people go to Slab City. It's like one of those places. It's like last it, stop before you're dead. Yeah, like you're not bouncing back from no. a Slab City visit. That's sad. I know, and that, uh, that's why I was like, I don't know if I like this. I some hate people it. are very charmed by it no and think way. that it's like cool and alt. And I'm just like, you're literally like you. Like we need to reform our healthcare system so that these people can get the help they so desperately need, so they don't have to live in the 
trash desert yeah like calming. therapy could solve this yeah and, me- and like medication and some medication lexapro could solve everything yeah take some pristique and i guarantee you probably won't want to list be a slabber anymore i'm really dark out by that <laughs> it's a truly it's a true dark journey i mean i just like even burning man and like i, I just the whole thing is Burning Man's like a little, but it's like there's definite crossover and also as like a deadhead, it's like there's a definite crossover in the Venn diagram of like deadheads and like wooks that I see at Grateful Dead shows and like the Slab City community. Wooks. I know that I'm like very, I'm like, like I'm six degrees away from like living in Slab City. No! That's also what terrifies me as well. Wooks is like. I just found out what a wook is. Isn't that the best term? It's yeah. also like kind of derogatory. Mm-hmm. I think towards Wooks, like right. they get really upset if you call them Wooks, right? But like, I love it. I love it. Should we do some reader mail? Yeah. Also, I want to hear from readers. Like, were you a Wook in the past? And if so, I need you to Show tell yourselves. me about it. Yeah, because I love like a rehabbed Wook. Reveal yourself. I'm just. The Slab City Librarian is just... The, the, the Slab City Librarian. I would love for you and her to interact. I feel like you'd have a really contentious relationship with yeah. the librarian. Me and her would be fighting all... They should do a reality show. They should do a real... They actually really drama. should. She probably has a lot of drama. I think she's nothing but drama. But there I was love- no one in the library and she was like, can you move your bags from the walkway to those like two other homeless people that came in there? Like she is salty. And then uh, you know what? She accepted all the books that my friend Haley donated there. Why would you say no? Do, do they have an airport? <laughs> no. I mean, Rajnapuram and wild, wild country had an, they had their own airport. Yeah, but they were like, they were, they were legit. highly efficient, legitimate, like property owners yeah. that were there to work. So yeah. I think working is not at the top of the Slab City agenda. Can you imagine if they had an airport? But I'm like, what do you do all day? Like, it's not even like a beauty. It's not the kind of place that you even wake up and you're like, God, it's so fucking beautiful. You're like, I just like stare. you wake up and you're like, God, another day. Yeah. You're like, I'm still fucking alive. Like I <laughs> Was slept naked last night in 30 degree weather. I thought it for sure I would die. And then you just wait. I think you just wait to die there or you smoke spice. <laughs> like, I don't know what else you, smoke you do. You smoke fucking K2, maybe do PCP, dabble in like whatever drugs Meth. come through the slab and then like wait to die. No, I was going to say, do you think they have like a hand glide airport where they take people? <laughs> People they come just, in. One of the wind picks up. They're like, clear off the runway. And then they make like, it's like a handmade hang glider. And if you want to get out of Slab City, you have to pay the librarian like $10. And then you run as fast as you can down the runway and hope that the wind takes you to the nearest fucking town. <laughs> which How do you is get five, there? Which is five miles away. <laughs> you drive through a town called Nyland, which is also just like a dark zone. And then... <laughs> what if you hand glide out of Slap City and then you end up in Gold Base? <laughs> What's the Gold Base? Oh my god, it's on the it's like near... It's on the way to Palm Springs. It's Scientology's desert compound. Oh, amazing. That L. Ron Hubbard's mansion is at. I would rather be... In Gold Base. I would, okay, would you rather live in Slab City 
like the Scientology, like you are a prisoner of the Scientology Center or the librarian at Slab City. Would you rather be the librarian at Slab City held in the Scientology Center on Fountain with like TBD when you'll get out of there? Maybe never. Or like Carl Lentz's assistant. Slab City. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least there you're free. You're at least in Slab City, you have religious freedom. <laughs> and you can escape in the night. You may be eaten by a cannibal. It's like hills have eyes. It's full hills have eyes. I would make a break for it in the night. Even though like no one was holding me there, I would I would like plan my escape. There was a Reddit post that my friend sent me afterwards. The the post was I was hunted at Slab City. And a man who's who drove from New Hampshire to California to stay like to camp at Slab City, which is a true babe vacation, and wrote this whole Reddit post on how the locals of Slab City spent a night hunting him. For what? I don't know. He says he, he claims to have been hunted through the night and had to run for his freedom and like meet with the cops and then like go back for his stuff. And then like people called him out in the comment section, like slabbers logged online. I don't know how they, they like, went, wi- to the they went to the library, <laughs> logged on the Wi-Fi, and then started like defending slab city. They were like, we would never do this. Like it's chill here, blah, blah, blah. Then this guy's ex-wife logged in and she was like, <laughs> Crazy to hear that you took a road trip from New Hampshire to fucking California. Why don't you come visit your family that you left? Your two children have been crying every day of where their dad is. Like, where that you have money to spend on a, your camping trip when I haven't seen a drop of child support in the past seven months? And like, I hope that got so. I hope that drama. got so many co- likes. <laughs> People, it's like a full, but even like Slab City just like breeds <laughs> drama online. Slabbers don't fuck with. <laughs> Slabbers will not be defamed. Well, he claims that they like he probably systematically stole K- hunted. He probably stole K two. Yeah, he like smoked someone's spice. <laughs> they were like, "We're taking you down, man." They were like, "We're gonna rip you limb from limb." But they probably I don't believe that they were able to hunt him because they're probably also hot, tired because they don't eat. Yeah, you don't. You can't like live in the desert where like, water is the first thing on your wish list and hunt and then like have a successful night of hunting another human <laughs> i love that the ex-wife like out of nowhere is like why don't you visit your children found it. she did four different posts that she was like it's funny that we were together for 14 years and then seven months ago you up and left with no explanation i haven't seen a single cent of child support i should really alert the authorities because if you have 2700 dollars to spend on a road trip to camp in slab city you certainly can send your son a christmas card he asks where you are every day (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it was really sad but also i was like he deserved a slabber he did deserve he deserved to be hunted through the night. <laughs> but like, if I was the sheriff, I would have like, I would have, say, you, I would have helped him out. You would have helped him. I would have cracked down on would the hunting. You, what would your sheriff, like what I would love to know what your house would end up looking like. I'd be like, <laughs> I don't know. I would live in like a, I would stack like, I would live in, I would have like four entranceways via pipe. Like large man, like <laughs> sewer pipe leading into this, like look, like I would have a dugout well that I would put make like couches and 
and it would be like a secret ent- entrance way. You know, in the you know, in the show Recess, uh-huh. you know the Ashleys. Wait, I actually don't know that show. Okay, never mind. I lied. Like, yeah, so it'd be like a secret fort under the ground. That's smart. But, I think underground I would, is the best way to go in Slab City. But I'd need. A, I wouldn't. I. I didn't make, have to make sure that rain wouldn't come in because I could die. Yeah. So maybe it'd be elevated. I think you'd have to have like door. Oh yeah, and then you'd need like air circulation. Yeah. Maybe underground is not the best way to go. <laughs> my first night, I just die in my sleep. <laughs> You're like, hey, it's me. I'm Carrie, the new sheriff in town. And you go <laughs> around to everyone and you introduce yourself like yeah. that. And then you promptly go home and die. I would walk around with a nightstick. Oh, I love and that. And whistle. Mm-hmm. I would patrol at night on like a on like a unicycle, <laughs> a bird or unicycle with like. I feel like Christmas it gets lights. like fully crazed at night. It's like Firefest. Yeah, like it's like just like rogue bonfires and like rampant like people drinking like hooch that they made. Yeah, when people giving each other like weird stds i'm like you could get lice or like scabies quickly mm-hmm. and easily please ne- never go there again i will never i can confidently say to you that i will probably never go to slab city again oh my god but there should be a slab uh city reality tv show yeah. okay should we do some reader mail yeah okay Lara and guest, you're a badass and so open. I personally love it when you talk about drugs. I was dying at the gay acid journey. Although I've done a ton of drugs, I enjoy a more natural path like weed, mushrooms, peyote, and mescaline. I've done chemical drugs, meth, coke, and painkillers, but not acid or ketamine, despite my high school friends living, laughing, loving each weekend in a K-hole. I'm writing to tell you my first ecstasy bisexual journey crossover. It was Y2K and this girl and I had spoken about fucking for weeks. I was curious at the time and I thought no better night than the end of the world, babe, to do it. We were both going to be in Vegas and decided to meet up and go from there. I meet her at a hotel and she offered me X. I'd never done it, but was no stranger to being fucked up. So I thought, let's go. We went to the club and within an hour of doing it, I felt like I was going to die. I remember begging her to take me to the hospital. She stashed me in a restroom <laughs> stall at the club and left a party. I remember tripping on the music lights and the flushing of the toilets. <laughs> but mostly I remember lots of throwing up. She would come check on me, give me water and a pep talk and then leave me in the bathroom. After God knows how long I was able to get my high under control and join the party. We ended up hooking up that night and it was the worst sex I've ever had to date. I've never done X or women since. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the troll of y2k or more of your bad trip stories love her <laughs> love her amazing i hate your friend wait is the gay acid story that one story mm-hmm. about how everyone like how had, there had, was... had like gaspar that <laughs> it's like, like climax the true the gay acid story that rocked silver lake silver lake <laughs> that people tbd if they recovered from yeah it like splintered a whole friend group yeah people the shockwaves are still being felt throughout the community it is throughout like, the white gay community the white gay community, they are shook oh my god i'm looking to do a long form journalism as Cereal. told to you story have- of like interview each guy that was there and have them like give me the what's what of the whole thing because it truly is a story that's fascinated me ever since i was told to it i heard the full story recent only recently and i was like 
mouth agape the entire time. Yeah. Like it was a wild journey. Full and, of twists and turns. And it's just, it's for me, it's like peak white gayness. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> like for anyone that's just tuning in, there was like a gay acid celebration that went horribly, horribly wrong. Double the dose. And <laughs> like, people, it like people were dosed. People veered into just pure psychosis. <laughs> Uh, the people that were still like kind of cognizant of what were going on, what was going on, were witness to like atrocities. Were witness to atrocities that they will probably need years <laughs> of therapy to bounce and it back was from. All gay men, right? It was all gay men, yeah. and I, it was described to me uh, third third hand. So correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> right like in. watching your best friends go completely insane in hell and not being able to do anything about it. (laughs) Which was, and this started out as like a fun flirty gay party full of like hot white gays, just trying to like cut loose loose and like get to that next level. Yeah. And just be like silly. You should do a serial version. Yeah. I would die to do Do that. Would I, do you think that some, I mean, I know some of the guys. Yeah. People are willing to talk. People have talked about it. It's there's enough distance from the trauma that people are now in a space of like law. Cause at first it was like, don't, don't speak. It was like, some people were very upset, but now with, as it goes in life, the more distance you have from it. I mean, I, I know like, I only know like two of the people that were there, like mm-hmm. personally. The other ones I've just seen on on the gram. Yeah, but they all like. I think I know three or four people that were there. But they all just, yeah, they're they're all fascinating to me because they're just like their life just seems. It's a Instagram yeah, existence, but how quickly that becomes a nightmare. Yeah, I. But yeah, you should you should do some investigating. But yeah, this is I love I love the idea of. Someone just being like, go sit in the stall. Mm-hmm. So stashing a human mm-hmm. in a bathroom. And, and the, I salute you for regaining control. Yeah. Cause I've had back. I've had many nights where I was on like a cocktail of drugs, like a speedball mm-hmm. situation. And I did not recover. Yeah. Like I, I used to do so much Coke and ecstasy together. And like, sometimes I'd be like, Oh, I'm going to die. Mm. You know? Yeah. Or like after all that, just then do ketamine yeah <laughs> i'd be like you know this is the glaze i definitely did a lot of ketamine one night to where i felt like i i couldn't walk without like i was gonna fall off a cliff mm-hmm. and it like, was like hugging the walls yeah and just like fully it was so out of it and i was like i can't do this again i don't get ketamine i get it you know, it's being invented as a nasal spray now for like treatment yeah. resistant depression. Yeah. And there's like, it does have, like, I mean, one time I was really depressed and I did a bump of K at a Grateful Dead show and then I wasn't depressed after that. No, I mean, I think there's benefits to it. I personally can't do it because yeah. of my situation, but I think whatever gets you not wanting to kill yourself. Yeah. But I mean, then I had As also depressed. been depressed and done ketamine and it didn't do anything good for me. I, yeah, think I think probably need it administered by like a medical professional yeah, and but not like your no. friend John with the bag. <laughs> Spraying your <laughs> slab city, not the slab city librarian, like shoving it up your ass. <laughs> Giving it to you for like 10 bucks yeah. or like a cent and like a dreadlock that you cut off. Like bass it up your ass. Yeah. 
That's a new level of ketamine that I've never done. They do that in Slap City. They definitely yeah. are very suppository drug friendly mm-hmm. and <laughs> on the slab. Um, but yeah, I'm. I love. I love like <laughs> thinking you're gonna have this like hot black swan moment in <laughs> Vegas, and then just being like, no. Nah. And listening, getting high, and like vibing to the sound of flushing toilets mm-hmm. is a real journey. But sometimes you need, I guess, the repetitive motion of of the constant clamor of club restrooms Yeah, could maybe be sort of like a white noise. Sometimes there is safe space to be found in like a bathroom. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. I just don't really party like I used to. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had like, I mean, I've had verges of freakouts, but then I'm brought back by like a kind person on the same level with me. Yeah. Who like just assures me that, you know, we're good. Yeah. The last time I got like really darked out was after a dead show in <laughs> Phoenix and like <laughs> Arizona could really like tip me over the edge. Yeah. Like there's great parts of Arizona, but there's also like Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And so my aunt lives there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we have family friends who live there. It's like a thing. And so, we're driving back. There was like an Uber driver that was driving us back to our hotel from like the venue. And he was talking about like how he just got like priced out of LA and Mm. then just like had to move to Phoenix. And I was like facing down like a lot of like brokenness at the time. And I was just like, Oh my God, I'm going to get priced out. It was like priced out, priced out. And then just like that kept repeating. And I just like saw my future in Phoenix No, and like no shade to anyone that lives in Phoenix. Like, good luck but like i just like i couldn't i was like went to the dark place it's like on the bachelor and early season a few seasons <laughs> ago when this one girl who was like a psych major at nyu mm-hmm. literally was almost making it to the end and she just went to his hotel room one morning and was like i can't live in scottsdale with you i'm sorry <gasps> he she, lived in scottsdale and she was like i can't live in scottsdale like i don't want to wake up one morning and be in scottsdale and in, in like your condo and be like what have i done with my life and then I she love left her iconic that's iconic she was like I, she literally like she hugged him and, and her eyes were horrified and just through the muffled of like pressing her face against his chest you heard her say i can't live in scottsdale and i was like run i don't want to wake up there should be actually instead of a, the slab city should be a bachelor type dating show mm-hmm. that is just with the slabbers finding love there should be a shirt that says i don't want to wake up one morning in your condo in scottsdale yeah that's a really good line (laughs) um but yeah i've i guess i've like i don't know i've i was on a date once or i i went on a date with i guess just in terms of like being with someone that you're hooking up with doing drugs like Mm -hmm. this i was on a date once with this guy that I'd hooked up with and I, I like was at a concert with a friend and we'd done a lot of Molly. And then I met this guy after to go hang out more. And we went back to Brooklyn and then we got more. And Molly. He and I, yeah. He and I were just like rolling. And I, this was the second time I ever met him. <laughs> and like, it was, there were moments where I was fading into the ether, but yeah. he brought me back. But like, I didn't, he didn't put me in like a restroom. <laughs> Yeah, I've never done like I've never done the like a Molly thing where it's like I've done it and then like hours later I do a lot more. 
Oh, I have. I'm I'm more of like a did it and then want to like go come down and go to bed. No, I was. Yeah. But life is a journey. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Thank you for writing in. Thank you so much. Hi, Lara. You're the absolute best and I adore you and all your guests. With Valentine's approaching, I thought I'd share a troll. I trolled my friend by sending flowers to her work anonymously. I signed the note, you are stunning, your secret admirer. I sent two bouquets within a week and she went crazy trying to figure out who her secret admirer was. This troll was hilarious at first, but then ended up being a troll to me because that's all she would talk about. So I upped the stakes and sent her a huge dildo to work with a third bouquet of roses. She opened the box in front of her boss and a group of coworkers who were probably expecting perfume. Lol, this troll wasn't as innocent at first because she was very scared and really upset. She was talking about calling the cops, so I had to come clean. She didn't kill me, but was super sad about not having an admirer. The next week, I got a package at work with very expensive vibrator. However, the joke was on her because I loved it and had no shame unboxing a dildo at work. Lol. Wow. I love your friend level trolls. It was like really expensive trolls, which are my favorite kind. Also, you guys have a very good friendship. Yeah. Because some, I feel like that could be like a ma- a breaking point for friends who are like not on, <laughs> not solid on the same law level. The troll was on me because she wouldn't stop talking. Yeah. We were like, shut up. <laughs> but the troll was on her because I love it. I recently executed a really good troll. Really? Yeah. But I that I also had to come clean about eventually because I couldn't do the lie in person. What was it? So my friends and I went to Joshua Tree in November. We were going for like a weekend, and one of our guy friends, um, who was a guy that I'd been like romantically involved with, but then like that fizzled out and mm-hmm. now it's just like in a friend place. Was supposed to go, but then, like, he's really flaky. Like, you can't depend on him to, like, commit and do anything. And so, of course, he, like, kind of committed to the trip, but then, like, flaked at the last second. And then we were like, we've had enough of this. Like, we're going to now troll. So he's, like, really into nitrous. So we started off the troll by being, like, by being, like, google imaging like a picture of a nitrous tank and saying that like we found it in the (laughs) you're like we like got a hookup from like the owner of the airbnb who like left us this like fucking nitrous tank for the weekend and then he was like fuck like believe that and so we're like okay how do we take this like one step further to like really like fuck with him Mm -hmm. and we convinced him because we were going to like a grateful dead cover band show at poppy and harriet's and so we convinced him your dead life yeah this is my slab city life (laughs) convinced him that ty siegel that like yeah had been at the show just like to see it (sighs) and that ty and i had like hooked up afterwards like had like a romantic night in like the hot tub at the airbnb Mm -hmm. and like we're now in like a texting relationship with each other and like kind of like the rollout of the troll was like really really slow so like it was like the next time he saw like our other guy friends they were like they were like oh my god yeah and like they made reference to it on our text chain but then like my guy friend was like oh do you want to like 
do you want to like know about Lauren Ty or is that like weird for you? Oh my God. And he was like, no, like it's, it's cool. Like you could tell me. And so then that was like laid like that. And then he started texting like, how's Ty to like our text chain. And so I would do like fake combos with friends and screenshot them. Like they were saved in my phone as Ty and would send him like all these updates of me and Ty Siegel, like texting all the time. Oh my God. <laughs> and then like, he, <laughs> And then he went to, went on like a hiking trip. Like he kept like buying it and asking me like, what's up with Ty? Like, when can I hang out with you guys? Like, I'll be cool. I swear. Like, I won't like fanboy out. And I was like, we'll see like when he's like back in town, like I'll see. When he's not touring. Yeah. Like it'll be chill. Like I'm sure like maybe around like Coachella or something. And then he went hiking in Peru and like ended up in the hospital because he had like altitude sickness that like took a dark turn. And so then I started texting, like I started being like, Oh, like texting screenshots of me telling Ty, like my friend got in way over his head on like a hiking trail, Peru. Like, do you think your Sherpa could like help him out? And then Ty be like, which is just my other guy friend is Ty being like, Oh yeah. Salk and Tay trail. I've done it twice. It's really not that hard, but like, I'll see if my Sherpa is available. And then oh like, God. and being like, Ty's thinking of you and just like drew it out for a couple months as this troll. Did you reveal it to him? Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago we were out and then he was asking about it in person and I can't like, I can't do like a lot. You know, yeah. I'm not like Elizabeth Holmes. Wait. So what was his reaction? He lolled. I thought he would be, I thought it could go either way. What if you just did it for the rest of your lives? Well, he goes, isn't Ty, he goes, do you know, I realize like, cause he'd always ask me like, are you guys dating? Are you guys BFGF? And I was like, no, I'm keeping my options open. Like, it's not really serious. Like, we're just like, I don't, we're just like friends. Like we law together yeah. and like, it's chill. And then he was like, I realize Ty is married. And then just like looked at me and I looked at him and I was like, I could have been like, yeah, that's why we're like keeping yeah. on the lowdown. But I was just like, look, the Ty it's a troll oh my god <laughs> oh my god i haven't done like that is good that's prolonged trolling. a prolonged troll with like text screenshots to like back up is really good i'm trying to think of like a troll that happened to me or i did to someone i'm a terrible i can't lie like i'm i like pranks and stuff i'm so bad at because mm-hmm. i just like I fumble or like I get like red or yeah. I start laughing. It's like really hard for me to keep up a troll, but I guess I'm trying to think of a good troll. What are other trolls you've done? Maybe it'll come to me. I mean, that's a good one. That's a good one. And it's so random. <laughs> it's really random. I think, I don't know. That's like the last, like really good one. The last troll, the last troll that was like, very efficient my boyfriend one time around halloween like the first year we were dating i i went into his i went to go pick him up <laughs> and he loves to prank him mm-hmm. and his twin they're like really good at it and <laughs> professional pranksters they're, they're they're jokesters and i went and he was like i text him because we we're going to a movie and i was going to pick him uh, like i went over to and then we were going to go and he said yeah just come in the door's unlocked and i opened the door and i guess it was like pitch black and I was like, babe. And all of a sudden he popped out of nowhere with a mask on. Oh no. And I, I like almost fell <laughs> and he filmed it. He filmed it. Whoa. He like set up like a camera and like filmed it. It was 
It was pretty funny. That's wild. I screamed. I went. Ah! Like my, I was like. I always like when I and like I'm a pretty like like I'm tall and like like but so when I freak out I'm like I I take up a lot of space mm-hmm. but I fully queened out and was like ah! and then we went to Knott's Berry Farm and like every person like I'm I'm it's really easy to scare me I scare at every corner like I'm very jumpy my roommate You're on high alert my roommate will just be like hey Carrie and I'll go ah. Like, I'm just always, like, maybe because I just watch too many scary things, but I'm always ready. I'm always ready to, like, roll. Love. Stop, drop, and roll. That's a good sheriff. That's, like, great for being a sheriff. Yeah. That's how I get people caught. I just scream, and then people Mm -hmm. find them. But we went to Not Scary Farm around Halloween. Is it scary? Yes! It's, I I mean, I I was every, because they have people walking around the park, like, freaking you out. Yeah. And we it's at night and there's like fog everywhere and it's really scary and p- people were just every I think they could just sense that I was a scary cat. Some people know when you're just like I mean my Jumpy. whole thing is like I just tense up and I look like I'm like overwhelmed. Like, I'm a haunted hayride employee's dream because <laughs> I just am, I'm asking for it and every turn I made like Simon he's cool as a cucumber and he just like doesn't and like, every hey. turn I made someone would pop out and I'd be like oh yeah. So. I'm like gripping the person next to me and being like, please don't, please yeah. don't help me. <sighs> I live for a troll. Also, I live that that's the same emailer as the Y2K emailer. Really? Yeah. She's lots of babe. 12 years of babe. First of all, <laughs> as a relatively new reader, I have to say thank you for all the laws you've blessed me with during this cold, dark California winter. The pod has truly given me life. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. I love being able to count on Babe and her guests for being one consistent force of good and laws in my life. <laughs> okay, so now into the Babe darkness. It's been over six years since the love of my life dumped my ass, and I cannot get over it. It was quite the journey. We met shortly after I graduated college in 2010, in the thick of the infamous recession that spawned a million think pieces on millennials. That year after graduating was super babe y. <laughs> I was working at a shady nonprofit in LA that, in hindsight, I think was a front for some nefarious tax evasion schemes, but oh. at the time, I thought it was chill to make $10 an hour to edit slash troll the organization's web copy and social media. It was also during this time of incredible low self-esteem that I met this guy who I will call Tom. Tom was a recent transplant to LA living with his best friend and several others in a closet come bedroom in Echo Park with just enough room for a twin mattress on the floor. Most of his clothes remain in piles on the floor so as to be mistaken for unfolded flannel bed linens. (laughs) He already sounds like a dream, right? Anyway, we met at a Halloween party, pretty wasted, but we made out in the bathroom and it was fun. He was hot, my type to a T, tall, scruffy, snobby, and incredibly damaged. I couldn't believe this guy was into me. Before this had happened, I'd had a series of flings with some bros in college, but no one had really blown my mind. Tom did. The moment I saw him, I was in love. (laughs) Fast forward like a week and we're full on dating. I'm spending several nights a week in his closet hovel and loving it. It's getting intimate, real, and raw. Uh, The sex is bad, largely because of his clonopin addiction and small dick. Sorry, uh not sorry, but I'm still in love. He's wishy-washy about committing fully or DTRing, but it's okay because he eventually will ask me to move back to Philadelphia with him. Mm -mm. 
However, less than a week before the move, he tells me that he doesn't want to be together officially. But can we still make the cross-country drive together and figure things out once we're both on the East Coast? I'm down still, mostly because I've sold all my belongings and quit my job and have nothing to lose with or without him. YOLO vibes. We have a cross-country road trip full of laws and weird blowjobs and random hotels and pull-out couch beds throughout the Midwest. Most romantic week of my life. As I start a new life in Philadelphia, working random jobs to make ends meet, he's living with his parents in suburbia, but comes to the city maybe once a week to hang out with friends and fuck me. We keep hooking up sporadically, but again, no plans for a real future together. This carries on for almost two years, even after he moves back to the city proper. We break up several times, not that there was a real relationship to even dissolve, but you know what I mean, but always wind up in bed, back in bed together and have intermixing social circles. But eventually it's over for real. We both start dating other people and stop contacting each other. We quote, move on and it's finally over. Another fast forward to now. It's been six years, fuck, since we've been in touch. And I swear over those years, I've had some honest to God, serious relationships, moved back to California and presumably carried on with my life. I haven't shed tears over him in a really long time, but inexplicably, I've still thought about him and pined for him and his small clonop and dick <laughs> nearly every day since. What is this? We never said I love you, never were official. And yet I feel like I cannot move on. Like I said, I've had a few relationships since then that were on paper more fulfilling and loving than this one with Tom was. I've done some intensive social media stalking and he's had a girlfriend for a few years now, but that's all I've been able to discover. Meanwhile, I'm living in a small town with few options for dating or meeting new people. So it's been super hard to find someone to distract me. I have this sick desire to reach out to him, but I feel like logically that would be a totally creepy move. For what it's worth, I've been in therapy and discussed this issue with my therapist, but she seemed like she was completely bored by my predicament. Uh-huh. Anyways, babe, what should I do? Love and light. Wow. I will say I'm from Philly, so. Do you know? I get it. But to <laughs> that, it ended well. Like she, she. You got out. Like she got me back on board. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's a she. Yeah. And I was, uh, I was scared for a minute. I was... Check your... Like, please... I think... Getting your head examined is a necessity when you're dropping all your things and moving... When you're moving cross-country to a place that you don't want to live with someone that's like, I don't know if I want to be with you, but, like, let's figure it out later is, like... Yeah, is, like, a big no. Yeah. Um... But, but you learned that lesson. You learned that she's honest about it. She learned that lesson. I think also probably why you're so hung up on it is because this wasn't like a quote unquote real relationship like you never got to dtr you never got to go through the things that a real couple goes through like Mm -hmm. being like let's be boyfriend and girlfriend and being like dtr define the relationship oh so like you never got to do that yeah it's always a what if yeah like the iffiness of it get makes the longevity of the turmoil that you feel like enhanced mm-hmm. and you, know? you, you never got to say i love you yeah. or like decide to break up it was always just like those are this always the nebulous like what is happening yet i'm so fucking obsessed with this person and then it drags on for years of they, doing that and they fan the flames with mm-hmm. their 
you know, coming and going in terms of interests and attention. I've, yeah. I've been in stuff like that. I've totally been in stuff like this. And like you also fan the flames by not setting any sort of boundaries or holding this person to like a higher standard of like what you deserve as a human being. Yeah. So like now that you're out of it, it's like you're probably like if that's I think that that's just the only reason is because you're looking for some sort of like place to put it as far as going like the the attractiveness of restarting it is mm-hmm. like in hopes that it would go through those steps so that totally. then you can close it off again and like move on with your life. Yeah. But it's never going to be like that. It just is going to exist in this neither world of like relationship purgatory. Yeah. And because you went through something so intense kind of with him of like moving yeah. to it, like even though he wasn't, I mean, he was only, I'm from the suburbs of Philly. So I'm imagining he either took like, septa or the speed line in from south jersey like once a week to mm-hmm. fuck you like that is dark and yeah so you went through this like sort of seismic shift with him quote unquote so it's gonna there's gonna be lingering attachments mm-hmm. but i'm glad that you've at least moved back to california so you've separated yourself i would just block them I would block him and like block whatever you need to do on your phone to make sure that you cannot reach out to him. Like put blocks on like your phone, computer, iPad, etc. And I, I get the therapy being bored thing. Therapist being, because like I, <laughs> I had a therapist in New York who used to fall asleep uh, and during our sessions. Oh my God. I mean, he was bottom of the barrel. Yeah. $10 copay. Mm. Take that with you. Will. But I would be like, wow, I'm really boring. Yeah, I would be upset if my therapist fell asleep. He fell asleep like thrice. <laughs> and then like Were at, you like, are you awake? Well there was okay, so you I, like, are you asleep? Like what's going on? Was he old? He was like middle aged. Oh. But maybe like sixty. But what time were you seeing him in the day? And like late morning, early afternoon. Okay, that's not like a good Unacceptable. Sleep time. Yeah. But no. there was one time where I hadn't seen him in like two months because he had he was what, tending to a family emergency mm-hmm. and then i saw him again this is a babe story <laughs> i saw him again and then he was falling he looked like shit he was falling asleep during the session i was like wow he's not into me <laughs> and then as i was leaving i was like hey i hope everything's okay and he goes yeah my my significant other died uh, and i'm like broken and i was like <laughs> he didn't say that but he basically said that and i was so shook and then I talked to some people about it and they were like, he probably shouldn't have told you that. Yeah. But I, so then I stopped going to him because I just felt like it's this something needed, was broken there. He needed help. Yeah. Like also it's like when you're caring more about him and like yeah. wondering why he's falling asleep and then he puts that on you, you're just like, okay, you just fucked with me. Yeah. It was not okay. Yeah. But I feel for this person. I know. I feel for you too. I think, but also like, maybe also just like looking at never please just promise me person that you will never drive cross country and like start a new life with with, for a guy do not like i just feel like you have to put in a lot of time and really know someone before you decide to like merge your lives in like a very significant way yeah the impulsivity like manic pixie shit yeah it's just like not it's not good sustainable it will very rarely does it work out yeah and like it's just not 
you got to like just get on your own two feet and like be living your life and be like, this is me and this is what I'm doing. I'm the fucking librarian of Slab City. Live and then for like you. wait for Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright. Or just someone that or brings fresh like, water. Yeah. <laughs> someone that brings propane off the wish list. Yeah. And to K2. Like waltz in. Yeah. And like ask you if you want to smoke some spice. Yeah. I'm- and you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> but like you'll you'll get over it eventually you will and if you're working on yourself and getting to the bottom of like why someone like this is so attractive to you and like why like what is it about your life and experiences and trauma that 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 has led you into this type of relationship that's a huge part of the puzzle as well or more importantly the non-relationship yeah but it's going to be okay it will be totally fine yeah you're better off you're way better off this guy was never going to be the person that you really wanted him to no. be. And also, if he had, maybe you wouldn't have even liked the relationship anyways. That's true. He sounds selfish. He sounds selfish. Like, wildly selfish. And the sex was bad. Yeah. Like, fuck that. That's probably half the problem why he's so, like... Like, he can't give of himself yeah. to, like, please someone else. Mm-hmm. It's a real sign when the sex is bad. Also, he should have, like... If you were, like... I'm I'm willing to move across the country with you. He should have been like, don't. Yeah. If he was like really loved you and cared about you, he would have been like, don't do this. He's taking advantage and probably wanted the companionship and like help. He was afraid to go back. Yeah. What a user. User loser. He's a user loser. Yeah. And you're a babe. Babe. Thank you for writing in. You guys uh, write me more emails. Babepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Confess to me if you were a wook because I want to know. Yeah. And anyone if- that had white dreadlocks, tell me all about them because that's a new obsession. Or it's not even a new obsession. It's just like a longstanding obsession of mine. I also hope that we don't anger the slab community. I hope that the slab community never gets their ears on this podcast. <laughs> Please never come to my, my bed while I'm asleep. And don't like- tell them about it. <laughs> don't. Stay away from Slab City. Just like Google Images, you'll get the drip. You'll get the gist without having right to travel now. there. Follow Carrie at eCarrieO. eCarrieO. Rate and review this podcast. Give us give us five stars. All the scores and leave an amazing review. And thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Listen to Lohan Island coming this Friday. Coming this Friday to a podcast near you. Love and light. Bye. Bye. Babe? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.